This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Caroline's Coffee. You can find them online at carolinescoffee.com. Before we get started on this week's episode, I wanted to remind you that the best way to get Homeschooling in Real Life, the podcast, delivered directly to your listening device is to head on over to iTunes and to subscribe to our show. Each week when we produce new podcast material, it will come directly to you without you having to do anything. So head on over to iTunes. And while you're there, why don't you leave us a review as well? We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. We want to welcome you to Homeschooling in Real Life, episode 83. Homeschooling is a buzzkill remix. Remix. Why? Well, we. the truth is we recorded this 82 episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And it was our first episode called Homeschooling is a Buzzkill. And since then... Um, we have wanted to share this episode. We've handed it out, but it was just a lousy recording. <laughs> <laughs> We've for, gotten a little better. Yeah, for those of you that are in the podcasting uh, recording world, we were using a single microphone. We sat around the table in my office, my dental That's office, right, yeah. and it was just, it was a, a loud, it was a quiet evening, but just a loud, bouncy room. So better microphones, better microphone technique, better voices. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Same people. Yeah, so, so yeah. but part of that, deciding to do this again, Fletch, is that we think this issue doesn't go away. And by issue, I mean all of those days that are tricky, hard, frustrating, depressing, you know, whatever the verbiage is, homeschooling can be a buzzkill. Yeah, it can be. And I want to ask you a question just as we get started. And it was the same question I asked you back on that episode, but... Homeschooling is a buzzkill. That's like a, a bit of a slogan we throw around our house. As a matter of fact, it's one we put on T-shirts and wore to the Teach Them Diligently convention a few years ago. And man, did I get some stares. I think some people were offended by yeah, that. They by didn't the, understand that we were actually for them, yeah, <laughs> not against them. them. Yeah. So since it is such a slogan or the term homeschooling is a buzzkill, we say that. What is it that where, – where did that come from? Yeah, well, one day I was sitting in the schoolroom teaching, you know, overseeing math, whatever, and I got a text from a girlfriend, and she just said, homeschooling is a buzzkill. And, you know, I just remember laughing out loud, and uh, and of course the kids, you know, what, 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 what? Well, right there, that's a perfect example, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do anything without somebody over my shoulder saying, what, 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 what? Private texting humor without right. <laughs> kids dropping everything they're doing yes, to yeah. come over and see right. what are you has mom's about? humor left, left yeah. all up. So, yeah. hey, little hat tip to Caroline. Thanks. She's a 
a sometimes listener of our show because she's not homeschooling anymore. So right. maybe she's not in the thick <laughs> I think of it. she buzz killed herself right yes. out of homeschooling. But so but more than that, this is this is a topic that we want to go in because since that is just such a snarky little comment, mm-hmm. it's actually a very true comment. So um as I said at the beginning, we wanted to record this episode again because we wanted to dive back into it. And we might say something totally different this time after 82 episodes. We may find that there's different things we want to say this time around than we didn't say last time. But it's the topic we wanted to revisit because it is something important that comes up in our iTunes reviews by Mm -hmm. homeschoolers that Mm -hmm. say, Fletch and Kendra, your willingness to dive into comments and say things like this that are so true, but you just grasp it in a little comment yeah. and you're not afraid to have these conversations. I'm not afraid to have this one again, but let's start with the idea right off the bat. I'd like to ask you again, Kendra, homeschooling is a buzzkill. Sounds like you know, a lot of people misunderstood what we said by that. Mm-hmm. So can you maybe just dive in one more time? Yeah. And I think this really does touch the heart of homeschooling in real life. And that is the fact that oftentimes as homeschoolers and actually maybe not, I'll take that back. Maybe not as homeschoolers. I think as people, as flawed human beings who are looking to each other for sort of a gauge, we think that everybody else is doing it better than us or that that family on the homeschool magazine cover somehow has it dialed in and they're doing a better job. And and somehow my girlfriend who homeschools 13 kids, you know, all under the age of nine <laughs> or whatever can can maintain her cool yeah maintain her cool is completely peaceful uh disciplines her child with a calm voice um gets everybody around the table they huddle up they like can't little find sheep. They, they can always i can't find they can always find pencils that are sharpened and have the actual eraser on them and you know somehow in our minds we think Everybody else has got this going well. And so we we have this ridiculous standard. I think that's just, again, our human nature or female nature or something. I don't know. But we just think somebody else is doing it better than us or somebody else has this dialed in. Or when we began homeschooling, we had this picture in our head of what it was going to look like and be like. And then suddenly reality smacks us. And the reality is... Oh, nobody went and got milk the night before, so now we don't have milk for the cereal or the oatmeal or the, you know, pancakes. We're starting the day off like that. Or, you know, um, I always laugh about the one where our dog threw up in the schoolroom, you know, and now I'm cleaning up dog barf in the schoolroom. And any number of things that set that day off, suddenly you get to having to sit down and do some homeschooling and some schoolwork and it's a downer, you know. Yeah, and I So that's the real life. Yeah, I did want to throw that in reverse for just a second. You jumped past it, but I think you're right. When you you said this isn't just a homeschooling thing, but this is a a person thing or a yeah, people thing. Yeah, it's a human nature thing. Um, in the last ten years mm-hmm. since we've started homeschooling, something has overwhelmed the world. Now it started as a big thing, and it's now become micro, and that's social media. Yeah, you know, originally yeah. when we started homeschooling, there were blogs out, mm-hmm. and what's now taken off is the mommy blog. Do you remember the mommy homeschool blog? Oh yeah, I was and, one of them. Yeah, and you were a mommy <laughs> homeschool blogger, right? And so it is more now. It's more of a people thing because it's social media, mm-hmm. and it's the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook. And you know, God bless social media. We've reconnected with a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. We've made connections in the homeschool world. Mm-hmm. This podcast reaches a lot of people mm-hmm. because of social media and a blog. Those are all really good things. Yeah. But the 
the overarching sense of they're doing it better than me, one started with the blogging world because people would put up perfect glossy snapshots, bleach white homes with gorgeous children dressed to the nines, <laughs> huddled around a table with perfect pottery crafting. A pottery oh, a pottery table. barn websites. That's exactly what they were. <laughs> right. And if they weren't that, they were hokey. Hokey, hokey, hokey. Yeah. With, you know, just the ultimate in, you know, things blinking on a website and, and automatic <laughs> yeah. music and do you stuff. Remember but, that? Yeah. but do you remember when you could first do a do-it-yourself blog that looked nice? Yeah. And you started to see these people that just, oh man, this looks perfect. And now, and again, God bless social media, but the fact that we have something called Instagram where mm-hmm. we can instantly take pictures, but mm-hmm. we know people don't instantly take these pictures. They mm-hmm. set them up mm-hmm. and say, oh, my, my dear little daughter, my dear little son, doing the amphibian craft project in our <laughs> little creek that goes through our backyard. Oh, yeah. And they're dressed perfectly and no one has mud on them, but it's an amphibian project. Right. <laughs> no. Right. So, and I'm barely scraping by to hand out the worksheet on yeah. the frog and his body parts. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, well, I got an old mimeograph machine from the junior high. So all, <laughs> all I have are these purple papers. Right, exactly. And our house <laughs> smells like it could catch on fire. Well, and you know, here's the thing. I am friends with a lot of bloggers, a lot of homeschooling bloggers out there. I don't think any of us have the intent of putting out a perfect picture. You know, most of us don't anymore have that. But just by maybe putting out a project, you know, some of my blogging friends, they do amazing, wonderful homeschool ideas and projects and, you know, printables for you and all kinds of things. Even that, even if that their intent is not to show you some glossy, outwardly beautiful thing that isn't reality, even just, you know, on my worst day, just knowing that somebody else's kid finished their math, on time could be a downer, (laughs) you know, could be something that kicks me. So there's that aspect for sure. So the competition aspect, is that what you're saying? Not competition so much as just comparison comparison and our, you know, feeling like we are lesser than, or we're not doing it right, or we're not doing as, as well as, so that's part of it. But I think there's another part to the, the buzzkill sort of thing. And that's that when you choose to homeschool your kids, you are basically saying goodbye to any kind of parental freedom. Now that's good. Like we, you know, that is a good thing. We want that. We want relationships with our kids. We want to walk alongside of them during the day. You know, all of those things are the reasons that we love homeschooling. Um, But with that also comes the backsided weakness. So this, the frontsided strength is I get to spend those hours with my kids, have the conversations, you know, have fun with them, watch their eyes light up and their, you know, imaginations be sparked because we're reading aloud some wonderful book or whatever it is. But the backside to that is when I need to go grocery shopping, I got to take them with me. You know, or the back, the backside to that is, I have a friend who's in the hospital, and I would love to go sit by her bedside. I can't. I've got kids at home. This is the reality, right? Yeah. Now it's a little different for us because we do have older kids, and um, we have the means to get a babysitter and that kind of stuff. But boy, you know, those first ten years of homeschooling, at least, if not more, fifteen years, mm. you know, there was absolutely no freedom for no. me. And as an introvert mom, that can be absolutely stifling and feel like. I can't even breathe without somebody looking over my <laughs> looking over my shoulder and wanting to see what I'm trying to breathe about on my iPhone or whatever, right? Right. right. So that can be part of the buzzkill as well. And that's when you write the friend who maybe doesn't 
isn't homeschooling the friend from church, the friend from high school, yeah, the friend on Facebook, and you're watching them mm-hmm. do these terrific things. You know, I don't. That's another thing where I'll say social media has shown us that the other side is doing terrific looking things. <laughs> and you're like, wow, you're traveling again oh, to yeah. oh, Seattle. Look, she's out taking a selfie with her best friend at lunch in the middle of the week. Yeah, it's at yeah. a work lunch, and I'm stuck here. <laughs> Eating peanut butter and carrots. Yeah, <laughs> you know that would be a good home day. Homeschooling <laughs> is a buzzkill when you yeah. when you have to throw up that comparison. When, yeah, when when you are starting to to dwell on those things and think of what it is you're losing, and I think that's a huge key right here. When we're dwelling on the things that we are missing out on, we're not dwelling on the things that we have gained, and um, that has been such a big thing for me to stop in the middle of the day and say, I have a relationship with all of my kids currently. Um, you know, I'm not gonna, I have adult kids, so I, I know better than to say, I will always have a great relationship with all of my children, Right. you know, but right now in, in this point in time, all eight kids like to hang out with me and vice versa. And, um, that's a gain. That's a huge win. I love these kids. I love being able to say I taught every single one of them to read, um, except our little, our littlest who can't read because he's special needs, but that to be able to say, I did that. I did that. That's the front sided strength. That's the beautiful side. And we have to remind ourselves and dwell on those things. Yeah. And we're, maybe we can get into, um, you know, (laughs) how to handle the, the days when we want to put up, we want to put on the t-shirt that says it, but let's, let's keep going down this path of what, what do we mean by buzzkill? How, how is it a buzzkill? So we have the comparison. That was Mm -hmm. really good. I think you really nailed explaining that. And I think some of the ways that our listeners, because we have a lot of new homeschooling parents who listen to this show for the first time, they find us on iTunes or they search the internet for homeschooling is a buzzkill. <laughs> they don't search really? for that. No, they search for homeschooling and, and then we pop up and it's, what is homeschooling in real life? What does that mean? And uh, we'll actually have an episode coming up where we talk about what we mean by homeschooling in real life. But just continuing down this path, can you, um, can we talk a little bit more about um, how, how it's a buzzkill on the day-to-day based on our kids and their attitudes, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kid attitude Let's is kind of... just be real about this. Yeah, well, kid attitude can be a total downer, total buzzkill. And I have one right now, an eight-year-old son, who doesn't like to do pretty much anything. I tell him Yeah, too. and I think this is what's really... <laughs> our listeners' ears are going to perk up at this. Because <sighs> yeah. again, in the comparison world, it's like, it looks like this person's kid's want to do all of this. Okay, so if you... They're super enthusiastic about their math. Look at they're doing calculator perfectly. (laughs) You see what I did there? I see. You dropped a a name. That's impressive. I dropped like a homeschooling company name. Calculator. That's an old one, too. I know. Um, (laughs) If you will go on my... textbooks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. If you go on my Instagram and you were to look for all the pictures of a little blonde boy who looks like he's about eight years old... Like Calvin from Mm -hmm, Calvin and Hobbes. Yep. You would see him holding up an art project and smiling. You would see him you know, writing on his math and really, you know, looking like he's doing it. And you would see all of those things because those are the pictures I'm going to take. Partly because they're few and far between. (laughs) Partly because, you know. There are others though. Those are the things I want. Right, exactly. What you don't see is the video that I took of him um, a couple months ago. Do you remember that? Yeah. I took a video of him throwing himself on the floor, whining and crying, and I don't want to do school. I don't want. And I sent it to you. Yeah. 
they said, mm, happy Tuesday or whatever it was, you know. Um, and because, you know, I'm not going to post that partly for his sake. I'm not going to do this to my kiddo. Um, but partly because uh, that's not what I want to put out there on, on, um, Instagram for you to enjoy in the middle of your day. <laughs> so although it would be some, well, you know, when you, when you put up a picture of, Hey, or you make a statement that, Oh, guess who doesn't want to do math today? That's yes. right. All of my kids, every one of them, yeah. everybody responds to that. And that's what I think we get from homeschooling in real life. We say, this is really what's happening. Look behind the shiny veneer Mm -hmm. and the beautiful Pottery Barn blog. Here's what's really going on today. Not every day. Well, have you noticed? Today, today it's the the buzzkill day. Have you noticed on Facebook, um, at our, our homeschooling in real life page, have you noticed that every time I post a picture with the caption real life, you know, colon, those are our most seen most responded yeah. to and posts. everybody says oh thank you that's what's yeah. going on in our house or yeah yeah well the last one I, p- I posted was a picture of all the junk i found underneath a chair in our bedroom oh, yeah you know i lifted up the cushion <laughs> and it's just candy wrappers and which is awesome because you know you know they're sh- they're like hiding it too yeah food candy because there's no food Legos. allowed on the second floor in our home right exactly no, except for our Cushions. And they're in our bedroom hiding. In our yeah, bedroom, yeah. yeah. And bobby pins and, you know, hair ties and uh, Legos. Legos. Tons of Legos, right. And and guess what people said? This makes me feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But That's see, it's, real life. That's reality of having eight kids in a in house. in the moment when you're vacuuming that or cleaning that out, you're like, oh, homeschooling's a buzzkill. <laughs> no, and, and the other people... raising family. I think that has nothing to do with homeschool. Well, that's just real life right there. In those instances, though, yeah. those are the kind of things where people where you say homeschooling is a buzzkill. And so is everybody else. They're not saying those terms, but they're yes. like... Oh, but I they're thinking this. it. Oh, yeah. this drives me crazy. I yeah. wish this kid... Yeah. I wish this kid was motivated. I wish this kid was like the kid on the homeschooling, you know, magazine. Or so-and-so's son or so-and-so's daughter. Yeah, the one in my co-op. Mm-hmm. That, man, that kid did it. But, but you know, really... You know, really, the the kid throwing a tantrum, they probably don't do that in the public school, you know, mm-hmm. but they probably complain just as much, mm-hmm. um, you know, in times 20 or whatever, you know, but but maybe they don't do it as much in the public school. And maybe mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're like, I don't care if they do because I got paid, baby. I don't care. <laughs> I got a <laughs> paycheck child. for, well, for yeah. not, your child not wanting to do this. And you don't have an emotional investment like a parent does in the yeah. kid, you know, and stuff. And then, and here's an interesting phenomenon I've noticed. You know, our youngest is a special needs child who does go to our public school. And he comes home often a wreck not because of what's gone on in the day, but because he sort of tightly wound himself and bottled himself up neatly for that amount of time. Yeah, he held and it together. He held it together, right, exactly. So his special needs classroom is about, I think it's about 10 kids in there, and he loves it, and they love him. His teacher and the aides in there, they just love Joe. He's so friendly. He's so cooperative most of the time, although, you know, she's realistic, and she does say, we <laughs> we do what we can for the 30 seconds we can hold his attention, and then, you know. Sure. But my point is that I get him when he is unraveling, and he unravels all afternoon and evening and then and then he bottles it back up again during the school day and i think that 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 goes on for non special needs kids i think that goes on for regular kids for the most part unless something else yuck is going on at home and home is a worse environment 
you know, they're bottling things up and they're performing for a teacher and they, they're embarrassed. You know, there's a whole social aspect too. You're not going to act like a wimp and cry over your math when you've got, you're surrounded by other eight year old boys who are going to pummel you on the playground and make fun of you and call you a crybaby. So you can, you can bottle that well and hold it together very well in a school classroom at home. Kids have no filters, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I don't like this and I'm going to tell you why. And I can cry like a baby because yeah. nobody's going to call me a sissy. Yeah. <laughs> so, well yeah. now, so we have the comparison thing. We have parents comparing maybe to what's perfection. You have kids that just don't participate as <laughs> at the level that you want to. Again, that sure. can be in the comparison thing. But I think there's maybe a third little aspect here, Mm -hmm. and that's the mom who, hmm, I don't know how to say this, ladies, and because it's majority moms that are doing this, they think that they are going to accomplish their agenda throughout the day Uh when they should be homeschooling. Right. So I'm not saying you you don't ever have a time to accomplish your agenda. I'm Mm -hmm. just talking about, hey, kids, gather in the schoolroom. It's 8 a.m. Go. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you at noon, and you're going to take care of yourself. Oh, good now, grief. Now, I have my own agenda to do here. Yikes. Or, yeah. or worse than that, I don't really like to homeschool. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing this for some other reason, mm-hmm. you know, for some religious reason. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to, over here, um, be on social media. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's the big mm-hmm. one. Because mm-hmm. I look at it and go, well, you guys should be homeschooling. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you sure spend a lot of time, or you sure are responding quickly to what we put up there oh, because yeah. you're all over your iPhone or mm-hmm. your, your smartphone. Um, you're all over your laptop or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but you really should probably be teaching right now. So when those kids interfere with all this precious stuff you want, I know I'm being smart alecky when I say this, but you know what I mean? Oh, I'm looking I totally at you. Know what you mean. So, you know, I'm working on my blog, I'm working on my perfect photo blog. Mm-hmm. I'm working on this or I'm working on my cottage home business mm-hmm. and I'm just going to homeschool on the side here and they steal my time, mm-hmm. which really isn't your time to begin mm-hmm. with. It's their mm-hmm. school time. Oh, homeschooling's a buzzkill. Mm-hmm. This just ticks me off. I am totally. You know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? Well, I'm just going to tell you. Okay. I am totally at my grumpiest when I am trying to multitask during that time. It doesn't matter what it is. So if I am trying to answer an email, if I am trying to, you know, anything else that takes my brain. Now, I can fold laundry, obviously. You know, I can knit. I can, uh, um, actually, I can get dinner usually going too and have somebody, you know, have them sitting at the counter and working on their math or something with me. I can do some of those things that don't take a whole lot of thinking. But if I have to use my head to think through calendar Create, items, yeah. you know, write a blog post. Create posts for homeschooling in real life. <laughs> right, exactly. Any of that kind of stuff that is quote unquote my agenda, I am so cranky and so short with them. And I do, you're right. I mean, I, there are times when I'm when like- you say homeschooling's a buzzkill. Homeschooling's a buzzkill because it's, it's cut into my agenda. So you do need to really take a good look at what your agenda is. And if you're running a home business, you know, aside from when a lot of gals are, then you, you've got to learn to keep business hours. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's got to be a separate school time business hours. Now, that's going to look different in everybody's home. I'm certainly not telling you what it needs to look like. No, and I just, but, I wanted to talk about that because I know we didn't say that on the first time we recorded this. Um, and maybe I just have a little more hair on my chest now to be able to say it you know, boldly to some of our listeners that you think homeschooling is a buzzkill because it's interfering with some selfishness in your own heart. Mm -hmm. And 
that even go, I mean, there's so many little tributaries we could go down from mm-hmm. that. Like, sure. why are you homeschooling then? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm homeschooling because it's the right, you know, th- then suddenly all these reasons come up as to mm-hmm. why I should Family be pressure. Yeah. Or, um, you know. Yeah. Running what, from, a, from a situation. I don't yeah. know. There's just a lot of reasons yeah. people choose There's a lot of good reasons, but yeah. in there, you know, it's like, I'm not doing this for the right reasons. And so it just, you know, it digs into me and I hate it. So mm-hmm. there's that. Hey, this is John Wilkerson from The Wired Homeschool over at thewiredhomeschool.com. You're listening to Fletch and Kendra on homeschooling in real life. I don't really want to talk about burnout at this point because we've we've touched on that in other episodes. And and you can definitely go look for that. But if you're in that burnout mode, I mean, here we are um, mid-year recording this. And if you are in that burnout mode, you know, homeschooling is a definite buzzkill, but there are ways to take care of yourself, ways to change what you're doing to help smooth over that burnout time, you know, and get to the next place of, of a, like a lush green meadow in, in your homeschooling. Um, so th- I don't really want to go there too far, but if you are there and that's why you're saying homeschooling is a buzzkill, you know, let's, let's talk about, if you are there and you're saying homeschooling is a buzzkill because you're you are hitting a wall, uh, jump onto the post for this episode and look at some of the resources I've posted there under the show notes. Yeah, we'll give you some definite things to grab onto. So maybe let's transition now. Okay, so mm-hmm. now we've talked about well, we've re-explained homeschooling is a buzzkill and what we meant. What we mean by that? We've shown some very obvious places where people think that. So let's flip here now and talk about the end. Let's talk about the end of the road. Um, We've hit the end of the road with a few of ours Mm -hmm. in the homeschooling world. Mm -hmm. We have three graduates Mm -hmm. and uh, one quickly coming up. You know, we just talked about the other day. Halfway through her junior year. So um, we have seen, do you remember when homeschooling was a buzzkill with those first three little boys? Absolutely. Do you remember the stress? Absolutely. Do you remember them just wanting to wrestle? Yeah, and but some of that too. No, I'm not talking about just the early years. There were some buzzkill years during the high school years. Do you remember it though? Absolutely. Now, you're on this side of it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to some of our listeners who right now are going, you know, they're already looking on our blog. They're looking for the store where they can buy the homeschooling as a buzzkill t-shirt and the coffee <laughs> mug and everything. They're looking like, yes, I'm right there right now. Mm-hmm. What words of encouragement can we share with them? Because they're there. I can mm-hmm. tell you as a dad that there have been plenty of times where I've said, you know, when I'm dealing with a, a weepy wife, a mm-hmm. tearful wife, mm-hmm. um, an angry wife, mm-hmm. um, a frustrated wife, mm-hmm. um, the homeschooling is a buzzkill poster woman. <laughs> yeah. um, when I'm dealing <laughs> with her. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. And I'm saying, screw it. Put him yeah, in school. Him There's in school. my answer. My answer is so pragmatic. How I am, many times did you say that to me and I said... That would be the best thing for me, but that is not the best oh, thing. Oh, that's what I wanted you to say. For my kids. That's awesome. Yeah. Because that so, is the end result. At the end of it now, I look back and go, I'm glad we didn't put them in school. Yeah. But am I? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it'll come up this week. Guess what? Um, the kid that cries over his math, mm-hmm. he's another one. I'm like, put the kid in a special school for brainiac kids who can't sit still, you know. (laughs) And yet that is why I have a renewed, you know, love of homeschooling this year is because of that brainiac, you know, that gifted eight-year-old, because I see all the benefits of being here for him. Um, Just the lovely 
lovely freedom he has to pursue those things. That's on the academic side of things, you know, and on the, the personal development side of things, but on the spiritual side of things, you know, being able to have great conversations with kids, um, still mm-hmm. just because they're here and they're with us, you know, with me, um, those are still big benefits. The other thing I want to say, um, and I, I say this to myself almost daily lately, um, this isn't heaven. <laughs> so, if we are looking for things to always be smooth or the best thing, and I don't know, maybe you don't have the same personality I have, but my personality is always, always looking to improve things in my life. That's just the way I'm wired. So in, in whatever arena it is, if I look around the house and I think, oh, I want to do that, I want to clean that up, oh, I'd like to paint that, oh, we need to change this, these countertops, I would you know, always be sort of improving the home, um, not because I'm a big gigantic home person, but because... That's the way I am in every area of my life. Oh, I'm a, I love to bake, so I really want to improve this area of my baking. Or just a, that's just the way I'm wired. And so, if I'm always looking to improve things, that's lovely. But if I am, here we go. Ready? Shifting my hope <laughs> to how things in our life could be better if only I did this, 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 or this. Then I'm real. I'm really heading myself headlong into idolatry and saying, "If only, then this will be so much better." When the reality is, it will never be so much better. You know why? Because this is not heaven. Right. Heaven is, is where everything will be fantastic and perfect and beautiful, and I can eat cheesecake and never gain a pound. And you know, wow. kids will really there will, there will be no need for math or whatever. Wow. Kendra's heaven is cheesecake. That is not what I would have guessed. Ice cream. I can eat okay. all the ice cream I want. And so that has really helped me. And and maybe because I'm I'm squarely in middle age right now at forty five years old. You know, just this idea that like, you know what, (laughs) as much as I love improving things, as much as I love beauty, as much as I love things to be wonderful and great and what don't all of us, this is never going to satisfy. It's never going to be it. So where, where are we in homeschooling? Why are we doing it? What can I say is the front end strength of all of the homeschooling going on? You know, it's again, spending the time with the kids, those things we've already talked about. And then can I put my hope back onto Christ where it belongs and say, this homeschooling thing is just what we do. It's just, it's not who we are. It's not, it doesn't define our, our lives. It doesn't define how good or bad our parenting is. It's just what we do. It's a tool. Uh, but this is not the be all end all. And even I would say Fletch, for families that don't homeschool, because I know we have some dedicated listeners who aren't home educators at all. Is it your family that is that idol? You know, is it, is it that like, if we have this family that's all put together and, you know, our daughters don't get pregnant before they get married and, you know, all these things. Kids don't do drugs. Kids don't do drugs. Daughters don't get pregnant. Right. And are all those things really going to be what defines your perfect world? Because guess what? That's not perfect Either that's not heaven. That's not heaven. That's not it. So, you know, wow, that just rewind that. Go ahead and hit the rewind button. (laughs) Listen to that one again for the last, uh, you know, two minutes there that Kendra was just talking. You know, one of the benefits of recording this again um, and having these 80 something episodes in between the two of them is that we really have resources now you know, for you. So, cause I'm sitting here thinking this whole time we, I'm thinking of the listener that's listening to this saying, 
homeschooling is the best skill. What do they mean? Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. me. That's mm-hmm. me right there. But what do I do in the in the minute where I'm saying this? In the day where I say this? Well, mm-hmm. you know what? Find some time. Plug into homeschooling in real life. <laughs> well, I will promote our own shows there because we've spent eighty shows answering those questions of I'm burned out. Mm-hmm. I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I like homeschooling, but my kids don't. Mm-hmm. I like homes. You know, we've we've answered so many of those questions that are going to pertain to you on this episode where you say. Yeah, it's a buzzkill. Give me the answers, Fletch and Kendra. You know, prop the bottle up on the side of the cage because I just want to drink like a hamster. You know, (laughs) well, we have 80 episodes for you to go ahead and do that. So we don't actually need to go through it in this one um, and go through all these answers. We, I think we've done that in more than enough detail. I would hope so, because that really is our desire and the heart behind this podcast is to equip, to encourage, to point you back to Christ. But to do it in a way that... We just haven't seen it get done on the web so far, you know, without the glossy Mm. homeschooling magazine cover and just real life to be able to say that, hey, you know what? If you are the one whose kid is on drugs or whose kid got pregnant or who's really saying homeschooling is a buzzkill, it's okay. It's safe to say that here because we're going to look at you and go, you're normal. Mm -hmm. You know what? There's Mm -hmm. some normalcy to that. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we don't encourage you know, mm-hmm. a lot of those things, but they you know happen. That's normal? the real life. You know why it's normal, Fletch? Why? Because this isn't, isn't heaven. heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So any more on this topic? I think we I think we covered it the second time even better than the first. I think so. And I think if you're that mom, that homeschooling mom who is in a depression, and we've had homeschool dads say the same thing, you know, please do go find that episode on Yeah, on Dr. Depression. Melanie Wilson, yeah. a Christian psychologist, and huge episode that was well-loved and mm-hmm. people talk about a lot. Yeah. All right, so that wraps up this episode and this show. There's a couple things we need to say as we're getting ready to go. If you want to know what's coming up on Homeschooling in Real Life, as always, head on over to homeschoolingirl.com slash subscribe and join the community. There are a community of listeners and a community of real-life homeschoolers that we are putting together. Uh, These are people who are living freely, they are living recklessly, and they are living fearlessly because they know that their hope is in Jesus. We talk about hope shifting a lot. Uh, You can learn there how to purchase the book, Hope Shifting, by Jim Applegate. It is um, the book we recommend for all of our listeners who want to know how to put their hope back on Jesus and off of things of the world religion. You need to get this in your hands. You've heard us talk about it, but it's a good book for studies for families. You can use it in your homeschool. You can use it in small groups. If you want to reach out to us, Kenj, how do they reach us? Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL. You can also find us on Twitter at homeschool IRL. Or you can email us at info at homeschoolingirl.com. Remember, if you want to get this podcast delivered every week to your listening device without any work, head on over to iTunes, search homeschooling on iTunes. We'll pop up the big red homeschooling IRL logo that you're familiar with. You click subscribe there, leave a comment, leave a review, let us know how we're doing. Uh, And this podcast will come 
effortlessly to you every week. Again, I can't encourage you enough to head on over to subscribe. We have a new newsletter coming out every month with a lot of goodies, a lot of freebies, and some behind-the-scenes footage that does not make it onto the official podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeschooling in Real Life, and we will see you next time. You've been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Everything on this podcast was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information, or if you'd like to contact your hosts, please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com. 